0: most delightfully fascinating character in the realms of mystery, Charlie Chan. As Charlie Chan's investigation of the murder of Ellen Landini progresses, it becomes more and more apparent that evidence points toward Ah Singh, Dudley Ward's aged Chinese servant. Inspector Chan and the sheriff, Don Holt, have just found a bullet embedded in a tree in the grounds at Pine View. A bullet which may be the bullet fired after the murder was committed. That shot which was fired to mislead all at Pine View as to when Landini had actually been killed. Inspector Chan, Sam Holt, Don Holt, and Leslie Beaton are in the study as Charlie Chan hands
1: the bullet to the sheriff. Yes, Sheriff? I would almost stake my worthless reputation that this bullet is the bullet fired from Madame Landini's gun. Which confirms our belief that Landini's gun was used to fire the
2: misleading shot. Which, unless I miss my guess, makes the fiction of the time that Landini was actually killed all the harder. Why, Dad? Because, son... The murderer could have killed Andini, then hidden the gun he used, then went back and fired the misleading shot.
0: But, Mr. Holt, that would mean that whoever did that would have to pass me three different times. And I didn't see any one person do that.
1: Not necessarily, Miss Beaton. The murderer could have left the study after the murder by way of the balcony. murderer could likewise have returned to study by that route to fire misleading shot in which case you would not have seen him. Yes, that's true, of course. Of course, finding of actual bullet fired a time we heard misleading shot is confirmation of what we already had guessed, but it is more than that. Yes, Inspector? It is proof that said misleading shot was not fired in panic or in haste. person firing same was cool and collected, and therefore was satisfied in own mind that he was beyond detection. Yeah,
2: I agree with Mr. Chan there. And that's a very important point. Meaning that we can eliminate all the people
1: who were nervous at the time. Not altogether, Sheriff. Why, Inspector? Mr. Romano, for instance. Nervous, perhaps. But Mr. Romano is very good actor. No one, not even your humble servant who prides self on ability to read character... Can't tell when Mr. Romano is lying. Think of acting Mr. Romano did when he described to us a scene in which our Singh moves stealthily from door to door. Yes, yes, you're right, Mr. Chan.
2: Only an actor would have thought of that little speech. I am not easily impressed, you understand? That was plain,
1: downright acting.
0: Yes, And if Mr. Romano knew before coming to Pineview that he was still Landini's heir...
1: But we must be fair. Remember that Mr. Romano had no way of knowing that Madame Landini would be at Pineview. Mr. Ward had notified no one. I was present when he announced it to his guests, and all were equally amazed that he should do such a thing. However, we are at crossroads. And at crossroads, when one does not know which road one should follow, one is foolish to guess when signpost is in evidence. We shall exercise our tongues on signpost. Uh, Sheriff, will you be as good enough to ask Mr. Ward to come to study? Right away, Inspector. I had most extraordinary interview with R. Singh while you were at dinner. I shall explain after we have spoken with Mr. Ward. Important, you think, Mr. Chan? Very important. Perhaps, who knows, if I could but get Sing to tell the truth, it might be the key which would unlock for us the door of mystery we now stand without. Yeah, just the same, Mr. Chan. I've got the feeling that
2: only an old-timer gets. A feeling that we are near the end of the
1: trail. You're quite correct, Mr. Holt. I, too, have feelings which answer to that description. Do not worry, Miss Beaton. In very few days, you will be allowed to leave Pine View.
0: I'm very glad, Mr. Chan.
1: Your voice would hardly convince one of extreme gladness. Perhaps it is that you do not enjoy thought of parting from... No, Mr. Chan. I was about to say that perhaps you will miss pleasant company of Mr. Holt, Mr. Ward, and others who have made your stay here enjoyable in spite of double murder.
0: Yes, that's true, Mr. Chen.
1: And undoubtedly, Miss Beaton, <laughs> you have enjoyed society of our young mm. sheriff.
0: <laughs> oh, now you're teasing, Mr. Chan. Uh,
1: Mr. Chan may be teasing,
2: but I'm an old man, blind for many a long day. I get to know folks' feelings by their voices. I know you like my boy, and I know he... Here he is now with Dudley Ward. Yes, Mr. Child. Don tells me that you wish to see me.
1: One question, Mr. Ward, but very important one. Did you at any time indicate to Mr. Romano when you invited him to Pine View... That you intended inviting Madame Landini? I, I do not think so, Mr. Chan. But we must try to be certain. Now, search your memory. Was there anything in your invitation that would indicate to Romano that you might invite Madame here?
2: Well, uh, as to that, Inspector, I, I really don't know. I don't know how much a man like Romano could read between the lines.
1: That is exactly it, Mr. Ward. We know that Romano was aware of fact that he was still heir to Landini Estate. Could he have learned that she might be here at Pineview?
2: Of course, he could have found out at the tavern. Landini told everyone down there that she was revisiting her old home.
1: Ah. Uh, Thank you so much, Mr. Ward. I wonder, would you be kind enough to ask Mr. Romano, Mr. Ryder, to step into study, please? Certainly, child.
2: I'll attend to it at once.
1: Interesting point. We will pursue it further. But at moment, I must tell all of you of interview with R. Singh. Singh came to study to remonstrate with me about non-appearance at dinner. I asked him to hand me glass on desk. He did so. Then cry of amazement escaped him. He had seen 45. Ireland's forty-five? Uh, the one we took from Cecile? The same. He admitted that it was his. Yeah, but uh, but Mr. Chan, we know that it belongs to Ireland. Quite so, Mr. Holt. I will not trouble you with the story Ah Singh told me as to why he was mistaken. It was a lie. And not a very convincing lie. But this is important. Why did Ar Singh admit gun was his? when it obviously was not
0: don't ask me i can't tell
1: he
2: couldn't possibly have mistaken that
1: service 45 for Landini's gun no mr sheriff but in that statement you have placed finger upon vital flaw in our thing's defense come in.
2: i believe you wanted to see me chen and
1: uh, me too mr mr war he said uh, you wish to hold the conference with us quite so yes uh, be seated please mm. I, for one, prefer to stand. Very well, Mister Ryder. Mister Ryder, would you look at forty-five on desk? Tell me, have you ever seen a gun like it? You too, Mister Romano.
2: I've seen lots of forty-fives like it. You own one? Yes, I do.
1: Where is it, please? Well, I'm not certain. I suppose it's at home. Is sheriff? You will instruct police to search Mr. Ryder's home for 45. You bet, Inspector. Of all the infernal impudence. Why, you... That is all, Mr. Ryder. Unless you have considered more fully the question of that letter, that destroyed letter written by Madame Landini and addressed to you... I've said all I'm
2: going to say about that letter,
1: now or ever. Perhaps, Mr. Ryder, perhaps. The United States courts have a most effective method of compelling... Unwilling witnesses to testify. Contempt of court, I believe it's called. But enough. You, Mr. Romano, you have seen similar guns? Me? Yes. Oh, no, Inspector Chan. Uh, what would I, an opera impresario, know of guns? <laughs> it is laughable. Uh, you cannot be serious. <laughs> I am serious, Mr. Romano. You served in the Italian army during war, I believe. You fought in the Alps. Did you not possess service pistol? Uh, Yes, yes, of course, but uh, I forgot, yes. Uh, You forgot serving in the war, Mr. Manor. Ah, no, you do not ask me to believe that. The war, no, I do not forget the war, but I forget the revolver. I was never very good a shot, you understand. You don't
2: have to be a good shot to hit somebody at two feet. What do you mean, Ryder? You try to throw blame on me? Why not? You profit by Landini's death? You lied to Dudley about knowing that Landini had a son.
1: You lied about... Please, please, gentlemen. This is case of... Uh, what is it? <laughs> Pot calling kettle black. You, Mr. Ryder, are not untainted by guilt of lying. Now
2: listen to me, Chad. Please.
1: I have been listening. The chameleon does not change his color for amusement. Man does not throw suspicion upon another without cause. I'm going to give you... Till tomorrow morning to think. Now, please, both of you, look here. You know what this is?
2: Uh, I do not. Uh... Mm, they look to me like the proofs of a book.
1: They are the galley proofs of Madame Landini's autobiography. They will disclose much more than at present I know. Much concerning Madame's various husbands. Possibly you are not interested. But as I said, I shall give you till tomorrow to think. That is all. Good night. Thank you so much. So, Ryder owns a forty-five. Romano
0: served in the war. And the galley proofs of the book, what will they reveal? After you have heard from your sponsor, Inspector Chan will be with us again.
1: Mr. Chan, what do you have for us this evening? I note that certain elections are being held. In China, in the old days, we had saying regarding saying. It will be instructive, I am sure. When candidate for office would be voluble about his qualifications, he would be reminded of this saying. Can the mouth of the Yellow River be damned, or the voice of the office seeker silent? Very apt, Mr. Chan. Thank you, and
0: good night.